Lord, we are continuing our teachings this morning on the Father's love. But this morning message is titled The Greater Love. Hallelujah. Uh, in case you haven't gotten the title, there were some technicalities. We could not type the title, but we did send out the the title of the message of at least I think 12 hours ago. Praise the Lord. The greater love. Greater love. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited that you are joining us. Hallelujah. The Lord has something wonderful for you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. All right. I want us to, uh, so before, just uh, a quick announcement. Uh, yesterday, by the grace of God, we were able to record our third song as a church. We were able to record our third song. And the the title of the song is He Reigns. Um, that is a t-shirt I'm wearing. I don't know if you, you can see it. Uh, if I lower it down here. He reigns. That is a t-shirt we are wearing today. Hallelujah. And uh, we are believing God that within a week or so, the video will be out. And I want to ask for your help in promoting the video that you will share it with your friends. And you ask them to subscribe and like and put comments. Hallelujah. It's a very powerful worship song. It's coming out very soon. Within a week, the video should be ready. The audio is ready, but we haven't yet released it yet. Hallelujah. But the video is, is going to be ready in a week time. Hallelujah. We thank God for that grace. And this is just one of the many good things that God is doing in this ministry. Uh, God has given us songs. Uh, my wife, she writes and sings her own songs. And this is her third song that is coming out. And then there is another one that is on the way, probably within two months' time. That one to the video will be coming out. Hallelujah. So please watch out for our worship songs. These are songs that God gave us as a church. And uh, my wife is singing. She's writing and singing those songs. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. And then also to all those who join us to... Uh, to bring that video into to, to 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 record that video thank you so much for taking time out i know you know everybody's busy here in the united states with all that is going on uh by god's grace you know it went well we had people that we never knew before who that came in i mean somebody literally was working at the same time being part of the video i mean you it's just amazing how people have the heart for God. I mean, this young man, he played a particular role, came there with his laptop. He was working at the same time. He was what? Acting. He was part of the video. And you guys will see this young man very soon. Hallelujah. And I'm so happy to also announce that God has given us a vision. And very soon we are starting our own uh, um TV productions, that is our own movie industry. Uh, we are going to redefine what it means to be a Christian, what it means to walk in faith. 
So if you know God has given you the grace to act, get ready. We might need your expertise. We might need your help very soon. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our voice one more time and just give all the glory to God. Father, we thank you for what you did the day before. Thank you, Lord, that this video song that is coming will be a blessing to multitudes. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Greater, the greater love. Praise the Lord. The greater love. Now, listen carefully. One of the things that you will need to pay attention to in these last days is to check the level of God's love in your heart. Praise the Lord. One of the things you will need to be checking constantly, just like, for example, right now in the United States, where we are, the, the temperatures are extremely high, that sometimes you have to go and reset your uh, the thermometer in order to get enough air condition in your house and then when when the temperature falls the goes certain goes down to certain degrees you go and what and adjust it that is the same thing in the kingdom of god you need to constantly be adjusting the temperature of your love you need to constantly be doing what you need to constantly be adjusting the temperature of your love. If you don't do that, the scripture says your love will wash cold. Praise the Lord. Now let's go to Matthew 24. Matthew 24. This series, the Father's love, is going to be a long series. So please don't miss any of these teachings. Even if you Happen not if if you miss one, make sure the videos are there. Go back and watch the videos, listen to the messages. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not just hearing once. You hear and hear and hear. And until that word becomes one with your spirit, then you can have faith to deliver results. Praise the Lord. Matthew 24, verse 12. Verse 11, Jesus said this. Let, let, let me start from verse 10. And then they shall deliver you to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and betrayed one another and shall hate one another. Verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise. Many false prophets shall, what? shall arise. And we are seeing that happening right now. Many false prophets are on the rise. Many false what? Many false prophets are on the rise. Last night, my wife shared a very horrible uh, 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 story to me that I cannot even go and share. I can't share it openly because of the graphic nature of it. That false prophets are on the rise and they are doing whatever they can just to claim that God spoke to them and God or God sent them. And all these things are happening because we are in the last days. We are where? We are in the last days. Many false prophets shall arise. And it's also the same thing. Many false teachers shall arise. False prophets, false, false teachers. These are the two groups of people that will arise with different type of demonic doctrines. Just to be able to capture many and drag them to hell. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, no devil will be able to snatch you from the power of the gospel of Christ. 
you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You and your family and everyone that is connected to you, you are sealed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He said, verse 11, And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. Verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. You know, it said, because iniquity shall abound, meaning that because sin will increase, because sin will increase, the love of many will wax cold. So you need to constantly check your love temperature. Iniquity is rising so fast. Man, people are not, technology has become one of the greatest tools for iniquity. Technology has become one one of the greatest tools for iniquity. There are websites right now that you can go and register to commit certain sins and get paid for. As I'm talking to you right now, there are websites that I can't mention some of them, their names. That if you were to go to those websites, you register and they will give you a particular type of sin to commit once a week or every day and you get paid for committing sin. You get paid for what? For committing sin. Such is happening right now. So you see so many men and women who are not working. They are not doing anything, but they are living some, some lifestyle. And you are wondering, where did they get the money? The devil is paying people money to commission here in America and in the western part of the world. Men are being paid to commit sin. Men are being paid to commit immoralities. Men are being paid to kill. Men are being paid to commit all kinds of atrocities. It is happening right now. It is happening right now. We are in the last days. Hallelujah. We are in the last days. He said, and because iniquity shall what? Shall abound because iniquity shall increase. The love of many shall was called. Hallelujah. Please share with your friends. Share the message with your friends and your invite them to be part of this message. The greater love. The greater love. So as a Christian, you have to constantly monitor your love level. Hey, the scripture said love is capable of becoming cold. Having to see it in marriages. The man sees the woman and says, this is this is my heart. This is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Then just after one, one year in marriage, two years in marriage, you are the devil. You, in fact, it occurs the day that I met you. Previously, that was my heart, my honey, my sugar, my babe, everything. I mean, all kinds of names. I, I mean, I can, I can go ahead and share testimonies upon testimonies about this type of love. Where people entered into marriage, calling themselves fantastic names, only for them to look at each other, not two, three years, saying that you are the devil in my life. Why? Because love has was cold. Why? Why is the love gone? Because iniquity has risen. Because iniquity has what? Iniquity has risen. The cure for sin is the love of God. Please write it down. The, the cure for sin, the cure for self, the cure of the flesh is the love of Christ. 
the more love you manifest, the more you'll be free from the works of the flesh. The more you'll be free from carnality. The more love you manifest, the more sin will not be able to dominate you. And sin shall have no dominion over you because you are not under the law, but under grace. Hallelujah. And because iniquity shall increase, the love of many shall wash cold. Praise the Lord. So let's watch out. Let's watch out. Let's watch out. Right now, there are so many men and women out there. They don't care what happened. They, they will go out there and fulfill the devil's beatings. People are getting paid to commission. People are getting paid to do all kinds of atrocities. Be careful. The love of many shall wash cold. And in that same Matthew 24, Jesus went on to say this, that if, not, if, if it was possible, the devil will even deceive the very elect, those who are elected, those who are even standing. The, the, if it was possible, he would even deceive them. In the name of Jesus, the devil will not deceive you. Hallelujah. Let's look at the graphic demonstration of the greater love. In John Gospel chapter 15, please pay attention to them. It is my prayer to them that God's love will be, re, will be revitalized in your spirit man. That you will be baptized with the love of Christ. You will be what? You will be baptized with the love of Christ. I want to show you something very, very simple. Look at this. John Gospel chapter 15, verse 7 and 9. Jesus said this. If ye abide in me, and my words, you see the words, my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Verse 18. He said, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so that ye shall be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. Hallelujah. He said what? Continue in my love. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. He said, continue in my love. Continue in my love. That's what Jesus was saying. He said, that in the, because iniquity will increase, most Christians will not continue in the love of the Father. Because iniquity will increase, many Christians, so many Christians will not continue in the love of the Father. Hallelujah. Now, can you imagine a Christian who is looking for help and then you are introducing that Christian to the Word of God. You are trying to expose that Christian to the source of his help, to where he can get help. And he's asking you, ah, you know, I'm looking for help and you are telling me, you are teaching, you are giving me the word. As if the word of God is, is nothing. Your help is in the word of God. Your help is in the word of God. That is where your help is. That is where your help is. Jesus said, as the fathers loved me, so, and I have also loved you. So continue in my love. Continue with, in my love. As a Christian, that is what you have to continue. We have to continue in the love that is in Christ Jesus. We have to continue in the love of Christ. And watch this. Let me show you the love of Christ. 
verse, <clears throat> verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. You see that? If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Matthew 24, verse 12. Because iniquity shall what shall abound, shall increase. Many will not keep the commandments of God. Many will not keep the command of God. And because they are not keeping the command of God, their love will start going colder, getting colder and colder and colder until they are completely out of love. Until they are completely out of what? Out of love. And when that happens, it's so dangerous. Such Christians might end up losing their salvation. If they don't get revived, they may, they may end up losing their salvation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now the scripture went on to say this. That you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. No, watch this. And the line that phrase, as I have kept my father's commandment. If you want to understand what it takes to walk in love, that you must understand how Jesus kept his father's commandments. Because Jesus is our perfect example. Jesus is the epitome of love. Jesus is the epitome of love. He is the demonstration of love. He is love personified. Jesus Christ is what? Is love personified. His life here on earth, everything he did was love motivated, love demonstrated. Praise the Lord. Everything Jesus did here on earth was what? Love motivated, love motivated. It was love motivated, love demonstrated, love motivated. Everything Jesus did here on earth was love motivated and love demonstrated. But we, are, we need to find out exactly what he did. There are two things that Jesus did. And any man who will copy that thing, who will copy these two things? Any man who will do the same as Christ did, you will fall in love with the Father. The Father will reveal himself to you. The Father will manifest himself to you. Hallelujah. Verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may, might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Now, most of the times when Christians will talk about joy, we fail to understand that joy is a product of love. Joy is a product of what? Love. Please write that statement down. Joy is a product of love. Is it these things have I written unto you, have I spoken unto you, that my joy will remain in you and that your joy will be full. So the reason why so many Christians are sad, beating down, their faces are so long, like Mississippi River, is because they lack the understanding of the love of Christ. It takes love for your joy to be full. It takes love for your joy to be full. When If, if the love of Christ is actively working in you, then your joy is bound to be full. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen carefully. The scripture says in James chapter 1, it says, Count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. 
you can't not count it joy except first and foremost his love is at work in you it is the platform upon which christianity is built love is the platform upon which christianity is established love is the platform upon which the kingdom of god is built if i let me say this love is the platform is the essence of the existence of god in other words, God can exist if love is missing. Hello? God can exist if love is what is missing. I, I, that's the truth. God cannot exist. Look, he's all-powerful, all-knowing. He can't exist if love is missing. Hallelujah. That is what it that is the only commandment given unto us. That is what love is a love one another as I have loved you. That is why it is the only commandment given. So it takes the love of Christ in your heart, actively working in your heart for your joy to be full, for your joy to be full. You see, this things have I spoken unto you that my joy will remain in you. And that your joy will be full. In the name of Jesus Christ, your joy will remain full. No devil will be able to tamper with your joy. No devil will be able to tamper with your joy. No devil will be able to tamper with your joy. No devil will be able to tamper with your joy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 12. I love verse 12. Please listen carefully. This is my command, my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That's the new commandment. That's the new commandment for the New Testament believer. That is the new commandment of grace, that you love one another as I have loved you. Then verse 13, greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. This is one, I told you there are two aspects of God's love. There are two things Jesus did. That qualified him. That made the father say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. No, look, that word, that phrase has not been used in anyone only in Christ Jesus. Remember Ephesians chapter 1? It says, ye are accepted into the beloved. The beloved there is referring to Christ. Christ is the beloved of the Father. And you and I, the Father has accepted us in Christ Jesus. Christ is the beloved of the Father. Why did the Father use that phrase? This is my beloved son in whom I am well placed. I'm going to say, show you in a minute, but please follow me. Greater love has no man than this. That a man laid down his life. Now, greater love cannot be found anywhere else, only in Christianity. Only in Christ Jesus, that this type of love can be found. Now, in other religions, in the Islamic world, you see people blowing out themselves in the name of what? Doing God favor, fighting for God, in the in the with the notion that they will go to heaven, they will get. 10 virgins or how many virgins they will be given all kinds of reward. No. That is not love at all. 
That is wickedness in the highest form. That is wickedness in its highest form. Love, greater love has to do with Christ laying down his life for us. With Christ offering us eternal life. With Christ offering us everlasting life. Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Hallelujah. Man, the only person who laid down his life for us is Christ Jesus. He laid down his life for you and I. He laid down his life for you and I. He laid down his life for our sins. He laid down his life for our iniquities. He laid down his life so that you and I will have a position in him. So that you and I will have a place in him. Greater love has no man than this. Look at verse 14. Ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. <laughs> oh, he said, Ye are what? My friends. He didn't say, Ye are my servant. Look, the love of God actively working in you makes you the friend of God. Can you write it down? The love of Christ working in you makes you the friend of the Father. The love of Christ working in you makes you the what makes you the friend of the Father. You become the friend of the Father when you walk in the love of Christ. You become what the friend of the Father. In fact. Through our scriptures, only two times you will see the word friend used. First, God said concerning Abraham, He said, Shall I hide this thing from my friend Abraham? God called Abraham his friend. And what was the reason why God called Abraham his friend? Most people said, think God called Abraham his friend because Abraham waited on God for 20, uh, 25 years. No, that was not the reason. The reason God called Abraham his friend was that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice unto the Lord. Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Throughout the Old Testament, nobody else was given that title, only Abraham. And because of that, God took an oath. He said, Abraham, I have sworn by myself that in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. Listen carefully. When you step into this greater love, when you step into the God kind of love to the point that you are willing to lay down your life, God will swear on you. God will do what? God will swear on you. When you come to a point of walking in this love, when you come to a point of greater love, where you are willing to lay down your life for the gospel, where you are willing to lay down your life for the for fuller believers, for fuller Christians, God will swear an oath of blessing on you. I'm telling you the truth. Listen carefully. So many, many years ago, Bishop Oyedepo gave a sacrifice. And what was that sacrifice? It was his personal car. And on his way going home, the Lord said, my son David, even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. He said, even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. 
when you come to a point of walking in this greater love, God will swear an oath of blessing upon your life. Please put that as a comment. When you come to a point of walking in this greater love, God will swear an oath of blessing, irreversible oath of blessing upon you and your descendants in the name of Jesus Christ. Please stay with me. Those of you watching from Ghana, please stay with me because I, I know some of you have data issues, but please stay with me. This is the key to breaking loose. This is the key to entering into God's blessings. This is the key to entering into the unlimited supplies of God. That you come to a point of walking in this greater love. He used that phrase. Cannot do this without telling my friend Abraham. And guess who? He is calling his friends. Us. In the New Testament. David was a man after God's heart. But David was not called the friend of God. Abraham was called the friend of God. He called, he said, can I do this without telling my friend Abraham? Can I do this act without telling my friend Abraham? Here, God offered us the same thing. Ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Ye are my friends. Ye are my friends. Do you want to enter into friendship with the Father? Do you want to enter into friendship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to enter into friendship with Jesus Christ? Step into this greater love. Not just by mouth. Not going to church shaking and falling down. No, no pretense. I'm, I'm talking about, look, listen carefully. A time came in my own personal life. I told, I said, Lord, if you choose not to bless me, if you choose not to bless my immediate family, if you choose not to bless those who are connected to me, my natural family, I will still serve you. I will still love you. He said, I am not serving you for profit. I am not a Christian for profit. And God knew that it was coming from my heart. He knew it, that it was coming from my heart, that I am not serving him for profit. I was a police officer wearing my uniform with my raffle going around preaching the gospel. I was being mocked and being laughed at. It never bothered me. Those who were laughing, those who were mocking, they are still at the same, they, they are still at the same place. They are still at the same place. You cannot step into greater love and remain the same. No way. No matter how many devils are against you, no matter how many demons are sitting on your head, when you step into this greater love, greater love, greater love, that no man has done this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do whatsoever, I command you. Let me show you this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Go, go with me to 1 John chapter 3. We are coming back to John 15. But go with me to 1 John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will swear an oath of blessing upon you. 
God will swear an oath of blessings upon you, upon your family, upon your lineage. And from today, you will never lack again. You will never be in need again. First John chapter 3. Watch this. Verse 16. He said, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. He said, hereby we perceive the love of Christ. He laid down his life for us. Look at the next sentence. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Listen carefully. I told you there were two things Jesus did. That made the Father to say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well placed. One of the things Jesus did was to lay down his life for you and I. Do you want to lay down your life? Your natural life is good for nothing. My natural life is good for nothing. There is a preacher, there is an evangelist, I think he's from Canada where, he's called Todd Bentley. By the time this young man was 14 years or 15 years, he has been to jail about three or four times. If you see, he has tattoos all over his body. One day, he happened to be in the church. And as the man of God was preaching, please listen carefully. And the man of God made an altar call. He walked to the front, and this is what he said to the Lord. He said, Lord, if you can do anything with this life, take it. He said, this life is good for nothing. But if you can do anything with it, you take it. I give it to you. And to the glory of God, that man of God, even though he has so many challenges, the devil tempted him. The devil wanted to take him out from the gospel. But that man of God is still standing today. He's still preaching the word of God today. The fire of God is still burning in his ministry. Multitudes have been healed. Multitudes have been delivered. He's leading multitudes to Christ. He laid down his life. After going to prison, so many times in his teenage years, he has nothing to offer to God. He said, Lord, I offer you my life. He said, take this, take it. If it, if it can do anything with it, I give it to you. I give it to you. I give it to you. Most of the times we only sing this song. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. I mean, we sing that song most of the times with our lips, not with our heart. We sing it with our lips. Not with our, if you want God to swear a blessing on you, please be ready to lay down your life. Be ready to lay down your life. That if I perish, I perish. I am going to serve God. Whether it makes sense or not, I will pray. Whether it makes sense or not, I will pay my tithe. Whether it makes sense or not, I will give sacrificially. Whether it makes sense or not, let them laugh at me. I will preach the gospel. I will heal the sick. I will go to wherever God wants me to go. Whether I ever get noticed or not, whether I get blessed or not, whether I'm giving offerings or not, it does not matter to me. I have laid down my life for the gospel, and there is no turning back. Hallelujah. There is no turning back. There is no turning back. This is where children are turned to men. 
This is where children becomes men. This is where men are made in the kingdom. Men are made in the kingdom when they lay down their lives for others. Please write that statement down. Men are made in the kingdom when they lay down their lives for others. Write this down. Men are made in the kingdom when they lay down their lives for the brethren. Not when they are still looking for what to eat, what to drink. No. Not what to eat, not what to drink, what to wear, you know, what the fame, popularities. No, no, no. Those, that is not, that is not the making of men. Do you want to remain a servant? I want to be a friend of God. I don't want to be a servant. He said, a servant does not know what his master is doing. I want to be the friend of God where God will tell me his secret. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Haven't you heard the scripture says that if you love your life in this world, John chapter 12, he said you will lose it. And that's the reason why so many Christians are suffering. They love their lives so much. They are, look, they, they never... Listen carefully. We are in a year where this is this is 2020, where so many are losing jobs, so many ministries are going down financially. But for us, as a church, as individuals, our finances are going up, going up, going up. How God is doing it, we can't tell. We can't tell. Um, yesterday, my wife and I received a letter. And what was inside that letter? I mean, it was just amazing. In the midst of reception, we are rather making it. We are rather going up. He said, when men are cast down, you shall say, there's a lifting up. You can't offer yourself as a sacrifice and not witness a lifting. You can't offer yourself as a sacrifice and not witness a lifting. You see, this is the love of Christ. This is how we perceive, we perceive the love of God. We perceive the love of God. That God laid down his life for us. That we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. That's the first thing Jesus did. Hallelujah. That's the first thing Jesus what? Jesus did. Laid down his life for the brethren. And he's asking you the same question. Are you willing to lay down your life for the brethren? Are you willing to lay down your life for the brethren? Are you willing to lay down your life for the brethren? That is the greater. This is where blessings are released. This is where blessings are released. Blessings are released when you are willing to lay down your life for the brethren. Are you hearing me? Blessings are released when you are willing to lay down your life for the brethren. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. A man who is not willing to become a sacrifice is not willing to walk in love. Put that comment down. Most people want to experience the resurrection of Christ. Only a few are willing to be crucified. Amen. 
Most Christians, they want to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. They want to experience the resurrection life of Christ. But only a few are willing to take up the cross. Only a few are willing to be nailed to the cross. Only a few are willing to be beaten. Only a few are willing to be spat at. Only a few are willing to be mocked and laughed at. Only a few. That is why in Christianity, only a few are blessed. Christianity is not like any other religion. So that you can do the physical acts. Even if your heart is not there, you still get blessed. The devil will still push money into your... For example, in, in, in let's use Islam, for example. You, you, can be, you don't have to even believe it. Just doing the act, the various things that you need to do, the devil will make sure that he pumps money or what into you. Christianity is different. You, your heart must be there. Your heart must be there. It's a for with the heart. Man, believe. If your heart is not there, your act is sin. The scripture says, whatever is not of faith is sin. You see that? Whatever is not of faith is what? Is sin. Hallelujah. If you are not willing to become a sacrifice, you are not willing to be called a friend of Christ. You are not willing for God to swear blessings on you. If you are not willing to, be, to become a sacrifice, if you are not willing to lay down your life for the brethren, that is why, that is why so many false prophets are rising. They are not willing. Most of these prophets are called by God. God called them. But they are not willing to sacrifice. They want quick solutions. Instant money. Instant gratifications. They want everybody to know them. That God has called them. God has anointed them. So they went and put their hands into the money test. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Greater love has to do with you offering yourself as a sacrifice unto the Lord. The scripture that the Lord used to get my attention, the scripture the Lord gave me and that led me to committing my life to Christ is Romans chapter 12 verse 1. It says, Brethren, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. When I saw that word, a living sacrifice, tears began to drip. I began to shed tears. And I said, Lord, I will offer myself, I will offer my body as a living sacrifice. I will offer my body as a living sacrifice. No matter what it will cost me, I am ready. Those who are willing to perish for Christ are the ones who are willing to live. Please put that down. Write it down in the comment page, in our comments. Those who are willing to offer themselves as sacrifices, they are the ones who are willing to live. If you are not willing to sacrifice yourself, then you are not ready to live. You are not ready to be blessed. Hallelujah. If you are not willing to sacrifice yourself as a Christian, if you are not willing to lay down your life as a Christian, then you are not willing to live. Jesus said in John chapter 12, except a seed of corn falls to the ground and dies. If it dies, if it does not die, it abides alone. You will remain a seed, not a harvest, 
until you are willing to die for Christ. I want to bear harvest. I don't want to remain a seed. In John 15, he said that you should go and bear much fruit. You should go and do what? And bear much fruit. So if a Christian is not bearing much fruit, he has remained a seed. He has remained a seed. How long can you be a seed? No wonder provisions are missing. Hallelujah. John chapter 12, uh, John, John, John 4, uh, 15. Look at what he said here. Verse 8. He said, Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so that ye shall be my disciples. John 15, verse 8. He said, This is how my Father will be glorified, that you bear much fruit. You cannot bear much fruit until you offer yourself a living sacrifice. Until you die in Christ, you are not willing to live. Until you die in Christ, you are not willing to live. Some of you, you are still alive to the world. You are still alive to the flesh. You are still alive to carnalities. You are still alive to sin. You are still alive to iniquity. And not only that, there are so many Christians today who are still alive to traditions of men. Remember what Jesus told them? He said, your traditions have made the word of God of none effect. Your traditions have made the word of God of none effect. If you are not willing to die in Christ, you are not willing to live. To die is gain. That's what Ephesians says. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3, 8. Let's read that. I don't know how much time we have today. Hallelujah. Ephesians 10. Our time is almost up. Let's go to Ephesians. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, if, uh, Philippians. Philippians chapter, chapter 3. The secret of men are in their stories. Philippians chapter 3 verse 8. Philippians 3 verse 8. Let me start verse 7 and 8. This is Paul speaking. But what things were gained to me? And this is where so many Christians have found themselves. Listen, all these things that you think they are gained, gained to you. You step into the love of Christ and you will see that they are not gained at all. They are done. What things were gained to me, those are counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them lost I do count them dunge that I may win Christ. <laughs> that I may do what? I may win Christ. Is it I still count those things what? Dunge that I may win Christ. Hallelujah. If you are not willing to count all these things as nothing, you can't win Christ. If you are not willing to lay down your life, 
for the brethren, you cannot win Christ. And that's what Paul went on to say, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Your profit as a Christian is traceable to you laying down your life for the brethren. He didn't say lay down. He's not saying lay down your life for God. He said lay down your life for the brethren. Lay down your life for fellow Christians. He said we perceive the love of Christ. That Christ laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for one another. That is the essence of Christianity. Christianity is a love walk. All of those who are willing to lay down their lives are willing to live. Those who are willing to lay down their lives are the ones willing to live. Those who are willing to die in Christ are the ones willing to live. If you are not willing to lay down your life, you are not willing to live. If any man will come after me, let him take his cross and follow me. Let him take his cross and follow me. And wherever I am, there my servant will be. There my servant will be. Hallelujah. Are you willing to lay down your life? Do you want Christ to manifest himself to you? Do you want the Father to reveal himself to you? Do you want to come to a point where the Father is calling you my friend? He's no longer calling you a servant, but his friend. When you lay down your life for the brethren, you become the friend of God. When you lay down your life for the brethren, you become the, the friend of Christ. The friend of the Holy Spirit. The Father is looking for those who are willing. Hallelujah. Look at John. John chapter 10. And they will run up. John chapter 10. John gospel chapter 10. Verse 17 to 18. John gospel chapter 10. 17 to 18. Therefore does my father love me because I laid down my life that I may take it again. Do you want the father to love you? Then do as Jesus did. Jesus said, this is the reason why the father loved me. That is what, when he was baptized, when he was being baptized in Jordan, the Holy Ghost came upon him in a bodily shape and the voice of the father from the throne room of grace, said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Why? Because he came to lay down his life for us. And that's what Jesus is saying here. This is the reason why my father loved me so much. Because I laid down my life that I might take it, I might take it again. This is why my father loved me. This is why the father loved me. This is why the father loved me. That I laid down my life. I laid down my life. I laid down my life. Do you want the father to love you? Do you want the father to love you and swear a blessing on you? Then do as Jesus did. Lay down your life for the brethren. But pastor, I don't have anything. I'm so poor. I'm so this. Listen, there is a brother that you are better then there is a brother that is in more need than you. There is a brother who is in more need than you. There is a brother who is worse than you. Lay down your life for that brother. 
and watch God swear a blessing on you. Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. Verse 18. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. You see that? I lay it down of what? Of myself. So it is, it is willingness. It is not force. Nobody should force you. You must come to that point of decision. You must come to that point of decision. The Lord, I am willing to lay down my life. Nobody is forcing me to do it. I am willing to lay down my life for the brethren, for the gospel. I am willing to lay down my life. For to live is Christ, to die is gain. Hallelujah. No man take it from me, but I lay it down for myself, of myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. This commandment I have received of my father. You see that? This commandment I have received. The father commanded Jesus to lay down his life for us. That is why the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 2. Wherefore God has also highly exalted him and gave him a name. That is above every name. That at the name of Jesus Christ, every name must bow and every tongue must confess that Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. He said, He humbled himself even to the point of death. He humbled himself even to the point of death. He was God, but he taught him not Robert to be equal to God, but became a man. He became a man like you and I. He became a man. So many Christians are fakes. Fake, faking, 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 faking Christians. There are too many faking Christians out there. You'll be surprised some of them have big churches. Some of them are in big churches. Just sitting down, faking it. Faking it. If God was to open your eyes to see how many Christians are faking their Christianity today, you'll be shocked. This commandment I have received of the Father. This commandment I have received of the Father. This commandment I have received of the Father. The Father commanded him to lay down his life. For us. The father commanded him to lay down his life on the cross. Hereby we perceive the love of Christ. That he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our life for one another. So many Christians, they give you one dollar, the whole world will know. They pray one prayer for you, they will tell the whole world. You know I was praying for so so and so. I've been praying for so so and so. I've been praying for this. You don't need to announce it. Hallelujah. 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 Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. That is the beginning of greatness in the kingdom of God. If you are willing to lay down your life for others, if you are willing to lay down your life for the brethren, if you are willing to lay down your life for the sake of the gospel, then you have entered into the greater dimension of God's love. Into the greater love. Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. So we ought to lay down our lives for one another. Hallelujah. We are going to continue this message next week because I told you there are two things Jesus did that made the Father say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well placed. I already spoke of one. He laid down his life. 
the father commanded him. John chapter 10, verse 18. The last one says, this commandment I have received of my father. This commandment. I mean, look at Jesus received the commandment of the father to lay his life for us. That we have no choice. We have no excuse. He said, I have power to lay down my life and power to take it back. When you lay down your life for the brethren, you have power to raise it back again. You have power to receive it back again. Like a seed, when a seed is planted, it looks like it's there. But just give it some few weeks, the seed will start coming up. Power, the power of the seed is inside that seed. God programmed the power of resurrection inside that seed. So inside you is the power of resurrection. But that resurrection is impossible except you are willing to lay down your life. So when you lay down your life, the power of his resurrection will manifest in your life. Please put that as a comment. That when you lay down your life for the gospel, when you lay down your life for the brethren, the power of resurrection, the power of his resurrection will be made manifest in you. He said, I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it up. Power to lay it down. Power to resurrect. Hallelujah. Don't you want to be a resurrected being? We are, I am a resurrected being. I am a what? A resurrected being. I have died in Christ a long time ago. What you are seeing today is a resurrected being. A resurrected life. A resurrected life. A resurrected life. I am a resurrected life. I died many years ago in Christ Jesus. When everybody was laughing and mocking, that was my period of death. Now is my season of resurrection. No devil can stop me. No devil can stop whatever we are doing in this ministry. We are destined for greatness. We are marching forward. No devil can stop us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I believe that this short exhortation has blessed you. Has opened your eyes to see the mystery of the greater love that is in Christ Jesus. That if you want to live, then die first in Christ. That's the only way to live in Christ. If you die first, then you are able to resurrect. The seed must go to the ground and die. When it dies, the life in that seed, that the resurrected life of Christ will manifest. And when the seed comes, it doesn't come as one seed. It comes as thousands and millions of seeds. One seed producing thousands, many. When you plant yourself, when you die the death of the cross, you are coming up. You are coming out with life. You are coming out with blessings. You are coming out with favor. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you have been watching me, you've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. This is an opportunity for you. You cannot lay down your life except you first committed to Christ. So I want you to pray this prayer. If you want to commit your life to Christ, say this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you today. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Cleanse me thoroughly with, the blood, with your blood. Write my name in the book of life. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and with evidence of speaking in tongues. From today, I know that I am born again. I will serve you with all my life. Thank you that I am a candidate 
of your love. I have been accepted into the beloved. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Precious, if, precious one, if you have prayed this prayer, let us know that you prayed this prayer, you committed your life to Christ. We want to reach out to you. We want to help you to grow in your love work. Hallelujah. Growing in love is very important. Let us know. And we are so excited and joyful that you made this decision. Hallelujah. I release the blessings of God upon every one of you. I pray for God's favor upon every one of you. As you go forth, laying down your life for the brethren, the resurrected power of Christ will be made manifest in your life. Not only that, God will swear a blessing upon you, upon your lineage, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I pray over your communal elements. You are partaking of the love that is in Christ Jesus. You are partaking of the love that is in his flesh, the love that is in his blood, in the name of Jesus Christ. From today, no man will do you wrong. As you partake of the blood and the flesh, the power, the resurrected power of Christ is released into your spirit, into your soul, into your body, breaking you free from every bondage, from every yoke. In the name of Jesus Christ, from the crown of your head to the source of your feet, as you partake of the blood and the flesh, be loosed and be healed and made whole in Jesus' precious name. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. And thank you also for joining us. Thank you for sharing these messages with your friends and inviting them to be part of this word of life. And I also want to ask you that during the week, please host watch parties with these messages in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you his peace. This week, you are destined for greatness, for favor, for blessings. In Jesus' precious name, peace. See you Sunday. Shalom.